Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight. I thought you were waving, but you were just adjusting your glasses. I was like, you're very excited today. Uh, On a very exciting episode. You should, you should know better. <laughs> well, that's why I stopped down. And it was very confusing. Uh, today we are talking Howl's Moving Castle, number 44-ish on Pace Magazine's top anime movies of all time. And then in a very confusing and potentially poorly written question of the week, we're talking <laughs> movies starring old people predominantly. Um, not with an Oldsmobile in the story. No, we had a in little internal... Sometimes uh, when you're using the definite article yeah. versus an indefinite article, yeah. and the modifiers get lost yeah, in so the So I think a lot of people online thought we meant, what's your favorite movie starring an Oldsmobile, which... We've already done that That's episode, a whole other so topic. I don't understand why that's a whole other... We meant, what's your favorite movie starring an old person? Or a group of old or people. Or a group of old people. So what I meant it to say was, what's your favorite movie starring Olds? But we put out an olds, which then made it confusing, I think. More confusing, anyway. Yeah. So we apologize for, for that. Yes. Um, but So we're going to talk Howl's Moving Castle and our favorite movies starring olds. Um, and so we have a little inside look at our most recent trip to Tokyo. Um, speaking of olds. And uh, <laughs> old people. Two old people in Tokyo. Yeah. Us. So that's we were wondering what the card was going to be to show it, but that'll be two old people in Tokyo fumbling around in Tokyo, <laughs> dicking around in Tokyo. Um, so, but first, let's talk um, Miyazaki's classic Howl's Moving Castle. Um, in terms of the pantheon of Miyazaki films, I think this one kind of falls somewhere in the middle. It's certainly there are people who love it, but it's not one of his most popular movies. Yeah, it made. A shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. It lost the Oscar to one of the uh, Wallace and Gromit movies. I guess it would have been Were Rabbit. Oh, did it? Really? Um, That's messed up. Yeah. I mean, I love Wallace and Gromit, but come on. Yeah, um, I think the animation Oscars, a lot of times it's like four great movies in one year and then yeah. not again. It's like you really got to make sure your production window <laughs> yeah, yeah. lines up with another <laughs> shitty. But uh, so this is based off of the Diane Wynne Jones children's book. Um, of the same name uh, and it changes elements of the story from the novel pretty significantly but it's overall faithful to the the overall arc so of, what, the story. Of, what, of the story and um, once again it stars a strong heroine um, typical Miyazaki style set in a vaguely undefined European country yeah a lot we'll of, go with Luxembourg <laughs> and there's a lot of Miyazaki elements there's a lot of flying there's magic um, there's a lot of sort of uh, inanimate objects coming to life there's, I mean it definitely feels like a Miyazaki film yeah. um, much the same way that 
you know, whatever he adapts is going to feel like an anti-war message. Yeah, an anti-war message, of course. Um, Bad guys who are not really, quote unquote, bad, um, you know, just like most of his other films. Yeah. But so basically this stars a young girl named Sophie who is a she works at a is it a hat making? Yeah, she's a milliner. She's a milliner, which is a hat maker. And she encounters the this basically this moving castle and she's she's cursed by a, a witch who comes into her her place of business. Yeah, she she meets Hal sort of in passing and doesn't really realize who he is and then sort of Gets caught up yeah. in his bullshit, basically. Is standing wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Cursed into become an old. She woman. is. She's cursed into turning into an old woman, and she ends up living in the castle uh, with Howell, who is the, this great magician. And she agrees to sort of be the caretaker of this castle um, while she tries to figure out if there's any way to reverse the curse. And she thinks Howell might be the the key because he's a great wizard. magician, yeah. wizard. Yeah. So that's the basic sort of structure. There's a lot of um, fun whimsy and there's a lot of sort of darkness because Howl is always pushing himself. Using magic takes a lot out of him and he has to call up all these dark forces. So there's a constant tension between Howl's good side and his sort of more wild dark wizard side um, and whether or not he's actually, he's sort of a trickster. So there's you're not sure if he's actually going to follow through on his promise to help Sophie get back to being her proper age or if he's just going to if he's just taking advantage of her and he's sort of on the peripheral periphery of a larger war yeah that he's being asked sort of from both sides to take part in so let's look at uh we actually aired this on Cartoon Network um outside of Toonami in 2009 was this not part of the month of music no definitely wasn't part of the month of music it came a couple years later and we, it aired just on Cartoon Network proper, hmm. and we cut a promo for it um, that we always forget ahead of time to get. Um, that Sarah has on her reel, and is usually re- she replaces it. So you may or may not have ever seen the not great. Uh, I guess Disney. The Disney trailer sucks, um, but here's our trailer that that Sarah cut um, for Howl's Moving Castle on Cartoon Network. Sophie was never young at heart until a random encounter with an evil witch turned her into a 90-year-old woman and sent her on a quest to find the legendary wizard Howl and his moving castle. And you are? I'm your new cleaning lady. Now Sophie and Howl will battle armies, evil wizards, and even Howl himself to break the curse and free them both. Howl, Or die trying. Let's run. Don't fight them, Howl. I've had enough of running away. No one ever said it would be easy. Along the way, they'll discover that love is the most powerful magic of all. You're alive. From Academy Award winner Hayao Miyazaki, Cartoon Network is proud to present Howl's Moving Castle, Sunday at 7 p.m. Now whatever you do, don't look down. On Cartoon Network. So yeah, we made it. I mean, we made it. Yeah, we made it feel like the month of Miyazaki. I was thinking that we repurposed that trailer for the rebroadcast. No, we didn't. Cool. Um, 
But so yeah, it was really fun making a trailer for it. We again used the soundtrack and had it remixed by Chris DeVoe, one of our uh, musical collaborators. Shout out to Chris. Um, so yeah, I saw this movie in the theater in Japan on its original run because I was there for a week working on business stuff and we saw, oh, Howl's Moving Castle open this week. So we went and saw it just because it was the new Miyazaki just to see it. Right. So I watched it without knowing really what was happening. Totally jet lagged in a theater and it was winter time. The theater was blasting heat and I wore a sweater. So I remember just being like, uh, just hot and tired. And I remember about half of the movie. Uh, and then I saw it again, of course, when the English dub came out. So the dub is Anna Paquin is Sophia, right? No, uh, uh, Emily Mortimer. Sophia. Emily Mortimer, right. And then Christian Bale plays Howells, and he does a good job. Um, once again, as with most Miyazaki movies, the dub is really well done. You Billy could... Crystal is a oh, calcifer. Yeah. That's right, Billy Crystal's calcifer. And I think of the of the characters from the film, calcifer is the breakout. Like even now, when you go to the Miyazaki Museum or you know, you go to toy stores in Japan. Calcifer is the most common character from Howl's. Calcifer is a fire demon that basically Howl's Howl has bound to the castle. Yeah, he meets him early, way earlier than the, it there takes place in the movie. He's right. And uh, Howl gives him part of his heart or all of his heart, I guess, yeah. and binds them together and therefore to the castle. So yeah. Um, and, and Calcifer is played by Billy Crystal, who does a really good job. Yeah. Um, he's a good he's a good voice actor. Um, Mike Wazowski and Calcifer are two good roles for him. But um, so eventually Sophie sort of has kind of a romance with Hal and he stays true to his promise. Um, I think for me, it's one of the lesser Miyazaki's because it feels this is the first Miyazaki film I saw that I felt like was more of a collection of his interests that didn't cohere the way some of his other movies do yeah um it's still really good like saying lesser Miyazaki is still saying 10 times better than the average director's film but compared to the other movies of his in his canon best movies yeah that it's it's not quite at that level it's still well worth watching though it definitely feels more like a kid's film um, you know, much like Ponyo does, like those two to me are a clear point at which he was saying, I don't want to come up with my own story. I'm just going to adapt this other story and make a kid's movie, you know, because I think after Mononoke, he was very interested in sort of trying to lighten it up a bit <laughs> till the wind rises where he brought it way back down. Yeah. So um, well worth seeing as, as with any Miyazaki um, so check it out if you uh, have a chance. And, of course, the reason we're talking about... You obviously about, have a chance. Who doesn't have two hours? <laughs> with, uh, and the reason we're talking about our favorite movie starring olds is because, of course, for half the movie, at least, Sophie is old. Uh, and the witch who actually... The witch who curses her ends up living with her, too, and getting sort of doddering and senile. And she ends up taking care of her, much like spirited away where the yeah there she is so she ends up not being sort of an evil character more of just a vain destructive character yeah and once her magic is taken away she becomes more human i think the key to most of the characters in the movie is once their magic is taken away they're more normal and that the magic makes them more dangerous and sort of unpredictable um so kids be careful when you mess with magic that's scary stuff yeah so on to our topic of the day 
which is what's your favorite movie starring an old z as as we put it so um gil's mad because i called a movie that he likes a lot likes better yeah more right but i fucked up and didn't call it gotcha dibs so it's my fault yeah i'm mad at myself mostly i'm uh, disappointed in you <laughs> you're disappointed in you. okay so the movie that for immediately came to mind for me is of course uh ron howard's 1985 classic cocoon um, starring Brian the Great, Brian Dennehy. Who seems perpetually old. Wilford Brimley. He's, he was old for like 40 Wilford, years. Wilford Brimley's been old for f- at least yeah. 50 years. Wilford Brimley's, yeah, old. He's been old for 90 years. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Don Amici, a whole bunch of Jessica Tandy, a whole bunch of really great um, old people, ger- geriatric actors. Um, and this was Ron Howard's, you know, his first breakout film was Splash, but he built on the success of Splash with this movie. Fun fact that this was this movie was actually developed by Robert Zemeckis, um, who ended up doing Back to the Future and Forrest Gump. But he was kicked off the movie because his previous two films, like Used Cars was the movie he did right before this, and Used Cars was a flop in theaters. So the studio was like, that guy doesn't, that guy can't make us any money. Get him the hell off of there. So they asked Ron Howard if he would do it. And then Zemeckis went on to do Romancing the Stone. And then, of course, his trajectory changed. When we were younger and through the 90s, this was a movie a lot of people remembered. But I think now it's somewhat lost to time. Like, I think today's generation doesn't really give a shit about, like, somehow The Goonies is something everyone cares about. But they don't remember like well, cocoon. Goonies is kids, yeah, and everybody hates old people. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Everyone does hate old people. That's why they forgot about this movie. Yeah. So the plot concerns uh, a group of aliens who had come to. They made an outpost on Earth like ten thousand years ago, in what was the city of Atlantis. And when Atlantis flooded, most of them escaped, but some of them were forced to stay behind to help the other people escape. So they put themselves into these pods, these cocoons. That are at the bottom of the sea, and it's taken ten thousand years for they for their civilization to get all the way back to Earth to retrieve them. So the this group of pe- of of folks who live at an old folks' home um, discover the secret, and they agree to help these aliens who are dressed like people. They wear like skin suits. They agree to help these. Aliens hide their friends until their friends are well enough to break out of their cocoons in their pool on the, that's on the site of their old folks' home. They like hide, hide the secret. In exchange for that, the aliens let these old folks swim in the pool, and these aliens give off this energy that revitalizes the old people and sort of changes their whole lives and messes up a lot of their you know their marriage dynamics and just changes everything. Um, but so it's a, it's actually a pretty it's one of Ron Howard's better movies I think um, it's really it's it's corny but very very watchable so here is that's, that's going to be uh, Ron Howard's tombstone corny but very watchable that'll be Ron Howard's hopefully not with the new Star Wars um, so let's check out the original trailer uh, which gives you I think a pretty good idea it's not a great trailer but it gives you a good enough idea of what the movie's like. <laughs> From the farthest corner of a distant galaxy and the deepest feelings of the human soul comes a fantasy to fill your heart. I feel tremendous. I'm ready to take all the world. It is everything you've dreamed of 
is nothing you expect. Oh, I can keep a secret. I wouldn't tell anybody. It's hard to know who to trust. It is the mystery of an awesome secret. It is the miracle of everlasting life. We'll never be sick. We won't get any older and we won't ever die. Beyond the innocence of youth and the wisdom of age lies the wonder of Cocoon. <laughs> 20th Century Fox presents... From the producers of Jaws and the director of Splash, Cocoon. Steve Gutenberg at the height of his powers. The goot at the height of his powers, the height of the goot powers. Um, Getting a little resurgence in uh, Ballers. Uh, I guess I haven't watched Ballers, but I know he's in it. Yeah, He's always in the preview that they show around uh, Insecure. Um, so yeah... Uh, it ended up being a huge hit movie. There was a sequel two years later that was not very good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the movie is basically about these old folks having this journey, and then they're offered a place on the ship to go back with the uh, aliens, and then they have to decide if they want to say goodbye to their families or stay. I would totally say goodbye. Deuces. <laughs> Going to the alien planet. <laughs> That or die. What do you, Apologies, you uh, DeMarco and Christian <laughs> Would family. You, would you rather it? die or like you're going to die in five years or you can go chill with the aliens and be awesome? What would you do? I would die. You should die. Hopefully you'll die sooner than that. Um, so next up Indeed. was one of my favorite movies about olds. And that is, of course, the 90s classic Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. <laughs> There's a song of it. Here's all four of them. So no, it's that's the young guy. Oh yeah, it's, there you go. Those it's, three. It's Donald Sutherland, Clint Eastwood, and Tommy Lee Jones. Three of the best. And, oh, uh, and James Garner, Maverick. James Garner under the armpit. Uh, four of the best actors of all time. Um, basically, the story Look of the this guns on Clint. The story of this film is, and this is directed by Clint Eastwood, this and produced by him. The story of this movie is basically that there's a old-school Soviet rogue satellite that is going to crash on Earth and cause huge problems. And the only people who know how to counter, how to basically fix this satellite or you know shut it down are these guys who trained how to do that many years ago. Now you're just fucking but, the plot but, all but, I know I should have yeah, done this. But, we're, ne but we're never allowed to... Like Their mission was shut down before they were even able to do anything. So they're pulled out of retirement by Clint Eastwood. And they have to prove themselves against the younger astronauts who think they can do just as good of a job as these old folks. So the whole movie is basically one riff on, I may be old, but I'll still <laughs> kick your monkey ass, kid. Um, so if you like all of these old actors, it's just an excuse for the. It's just them having fun being old, and pretty much. Yeah. They're out drinking the younger guys. They're out fighting the younger guys. They're like, it's basically a tribute to the type of... You know, to the greatest generation. The greatest generation, yeah. Um, and Maybe it's slightly a, younger than the greatest generation. And it's a super fun movie. It's on TV all the time. It used yeah. to be on TV all the time. I think it's one of those also been forgotten because people don't yeah. like olds. It ran on TNT <laughs> Every day. <laughs> it ran on HBO for a long time. Space Cowboys! And then after a decade, I think they let the rights yeah. slide onto TNT, who played it. Over and over and over again. Whenever there wasn't a basketball game on. Yeah. And now... Now it's just know. once in a while. Yeah. Now it's just once in a while. Um, but it's 
it's pretty hilarious and if you like any of those actors i think it's an enjoyable romp so let's check out the trailer for space cowboys once upon a time four of the best pilots in the u.s air force trained to fly into space that's where we're going and they flew at the speed of sound to the very top of the sky they were destined to be the first. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to meet the first American to cross into outer space. But our country had other plans. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. 11 days ago, atmospheric tracking determined that Russian satellite Icon will re-enter the Earth's atmosphere in 30 days. Now, the guidance system on this thing is a dinosaur. The only men for the job. Is there anyone still alive who can fix this thing? Are the boys. I can't fill up a space shuttle with geriatrics. Clock's ticking, Bob, and I'm only getting older. NASA wants to send us into space. <laughs> I told them I'd only do it if the original team did the job. <laughs> I'm gonna need to pray about this. Why the hell not? You and your entire crew will have to meet the exact physical requirements as any other astronaut here. Go! No. These men are the pioneers of this business. Oh, damn teeth. Damn, Jerry. They were around when rockets were born. Stick to their protocol, will you? My kill! Sock it to I have never met a kid who didn't dream of being an astronaut when he grew up. You ever met a kid that wouldn't grow up? God. Welcome to space, Frank. You'd get a load of this. General, just what sort of modifications have your people made here? I'm not getting this crew killed, you included. You miss, you're never gonna make it back to the ship. You know, I thought this was gonna be hard. So yeah, it's a fun romp, and then has some and tense parts at the end. And quick, young Don Draper cameo is the stunt pilot in there. Uh, the yeah, place like, where Timely Jones yeah. stunt pilots. <laughs> yeah, because surely uh, you look like John Hamm, you're going to end up looking like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, John Hamm works uh, at gotcha, the place where gotcha. old. See, I know I should have done this, Mary. I blame me. Sorry, blame yourself, fault. man. I just literally just said that. You called dibs on another movie that you couldn't even use. No, total failure. A total disaster. Um, so Space Cowboys, worth checking out if you like the idea of a bunch of crabby old men going into space. I certainly did. Yeah. Every time I see that shot of Clint Eastwood in the, in the spacesuit going, uh, it just cracks me up. And there's the up. weird beginning when they're overdubbing the younger yeah, they actors. Do, yeah, they have all the younger actors, but with the old man voices. And it's, it's like Clint's hey, son. No. So then you're like, wait, when yeah. you first see it, you're like, wait, is what the fuck is yeah. going on? Scott Eastwood. Yeah. Um, so f my final choice is uh, a David Lynch film, and it's probably his most normal film, quote unquote, uh, and that is, of course, The Straight Story, for which he was nominated for several Oscars. And Richard Farnsworth, the wonderful character actor who was the star of the film, was nominated for Best Actor. Um, and Sissy Spacek was nominated, and Harry Dean Stanton 
uh, rest his soul rest his soul plays the estranged brother of Richard Farnsworth's character so the straight story is about an old man who decides to before he dies he wants to make up with his brother that he hasn't spoken with in many years um, and he ca- he can't see very well so he doesn't have a driver's license so he decides to drive his tractor basically across a few states to see his brother and it becomes kind of a quest because the tractor is an old piece of shit and breaks down and people think he's an idiot and um, it's just sort of honestly there's not really much more to it than that that, that is the entire like, I, arc of the movie I don't get the movies mixed up but in my mind this is Nebraska and Nebraska is the straight story that I have inverted the titles uh, that's a shame Nebraska is a way worse movie Yeah, um, but Anyway, Richard Farnsworth makes the movie. He's totally amazing. He's always the most human part of any movie he's in, but he's only ever really done character work, and this is the first like sort of starring role that he had, um, and he just nails it. Um, and even though it's directed by David Lynch, it's the only film directed by David Lynch that he didn't write himself. Um, and I'm not quite sure what made him want to do it other than he like, I was going to ask if you knew what, I mean, he never really explains why he does things, but I know that he liked the idea of this old guy just slowly going across the country, living life a different way from everybody else. And obviously I can see why that would appeal, but as far as the filmmaking and everything else, it doesn't really feel like your normal, what a David Lynch movie feels like, you know, it's not weird and creepy and violent. Yeah. Um, it's a very much a family film, but a really, really good one. Um, so here's a trailer for The Straight Story. This morning you fall and you can't get off the floor. That's your hips, Alvin. And you're going to have to use a walker now to get around. No walker. I love a lightning storm. Oh, me too, Dad. Oh, cloud. I had a... A stroke. Rose, darling, I'm going to go back on the road. And I, I've got to make this trip on my own. I've got to go see Lyle. I know you understand. Alvin, you're going to get blown off the right off the road. That's what I'm afraid. I don't have a driver's license. That's 60 more miles of hills. That's across the Mississippi. I'm having a little engine trouble. (laughs) You know, uh, I'd be happy to drive you the rest of the way to Mount Zion. I still want to finish this the way I started. And this trip is a hard swallow for my pride. I just hope I'm not too late. You've got two brothers that haven't spoken in 10 years. I want to make peace. I want to sit with him, look up at the stars, like we used to do so long ago. Brothers and brother. So yeah, uh, it's obviously slow. <laughs> it's not a lot. Of, it's a far it's cry great, from though. Space Cowboys, but it's it's really good. Might be a better overall <laughs> film, but they're doing two different things. <laughs> so those are three of my favorite movies starring olds. Well, well, olded. Thank you. Uh, first up for a me, a well-olded machine. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that sometime. Yeah, cool. Write that down. <laughs> cool. Thank you for writing it down. Uh, 2003, Tim McCanleys, who also wrote the screenplay for Iron Giants, Secondhand Lions, which starring Michael Caine and Robert Duvall as old brothers and a young Haley Joel Osment as someone who does not see dead people, but <laughs> is... He sees old people. He sees old people. <laughs> pre-dead people. Um, so, uh, Kira Sedgwick plays Haley Joel Osment's mom, and she is not a traditionally good mother, and she drops him off at her uncle's place, who are rich, but nobody really knows how rich or why. They just live on this farm and uh, are fending off uh, relatives who are coming to try to find their buried treasure. And as the movie unfolds, you learn more about their backstory and there's some flashbacks and there's a love tale, but it uh, really revolves around these two old guys showing you that old guys really still can kick some ass and uh, warming to Haley Joel Osment, who in the beginning they're not very excited about seeing. Uh, so this is a bar fight uh, where uh, Robert Duvall shows a young greaser that uh, an old, old lion still got some teeth in his mouth. Um, <laughs> they're loading 50-pound sacks of... What? Because <laughs> he said an old lion's got teeth in his Metaphorically. mouth. Metaphorically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, they buy this lion. Uh, I think you would know that in the title of the movie, but they buy him secondhand. And what? And doesn't have, ironically enough many teeth in his mouth. Uh, so they're loading up 50-pound sacks of food for the lion. Uh, lion chow, Purina lion chow, which is a lesser-known yeah, Purina solid product. brand. Uh, but Robert Duvall's showing how strong he is and then collapses and goes in the hospital. So he's just come out of the hospital, and they stop off for some barbecue and a beer, just like you're supposed to coming out of the hospital. Yeah. And uh, let's check it out. <laughs> example of what I've been talking about. Since this boy was suckling on his mama's tit, he's been given everything but discipline. And now his idea of courage and manhood is to get together with a bunch of punk friends and ride around irritating folks too good natured to put a stop to it. <laughs> hey, who do you think you are, huh? Just dumb kids, huh? Don't kill him. Hug McCann. I fought in two world wars and countless smaller ones on three continents. I led thousands of men into battle with everything from horses and swords to artillery and tanks. I've seen the headwaters of the Nile and tribes the natives no white man had ever seen before. I've won and lost a dozen fortunes, killed many men, and loved only one woman with a passion a flea like you could never begin to understand. That's who I am. Can I go home, Show these old bastards you tough. Get out your knife. Yeah. Now, boys, you're fixing to let those teenage hormones get you into the world of trouble. <laughs> 
Captain McCarthy, did I ask you to butt in? Well, you just come out in the hospital. Well, hey, there's, uh, there's only four of them. Yeah, but, well, look, look, you fight this one first, yeah. and then I'll let you fight the other three after, okay? Yeah. Okay. Watch this, kid. Now, you, you better pick that knife up, because, son, <laughs> you're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> come on, Frankie. Get him, Frankie. Cut him, Frankie. Get him, Frankie. Get him, get him Frankie. Cut him. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah! oh, oh. Shoot. All this trick in the book. Oh, okay. You're holding it wrong, son. Not like this. You always do it like this. Smooth. All right? Try it again. Come on, Frankie. Come on, Frankie. Get him. Come on. Get him, Frankie. Cut him. Cut him. You got him. Come on. Ah! Three had better get in there and help. Huff always hogs the bad guy. He's selfish that way. But there's four of them. Nice. Always love to watch Robert Duvall kick some ass. Yeah, and uh, Michael Caine as a country boat. Yeah, that, <laughs> that part I'm a little less enthused with. <laughs> uh, next is Pete Docter, uh, who is unquestionably the man. It's 2009 Up, which is Ed Asner playing the role of Carl, uh, titular old man, um, and Russell, voiced by the kid who does Russell's voice. <laughs> and uh, ah, I know him well. He hasn't done anything else. Um, so, as a young, a non olds, mm-hmm. Carl uh, dreamed of being an explorer and going to Paradise Falls, where his hero Charles Muntz had discovered uh, an a- a- another sort of tribe of people, these giants, um, and he was laughed out of uh, whatever the explorer society is called. And uh, that's how Carl and Ellie meet, is their love of exploring. They want to go to Paradise Falls. Life gets in the way. Uh, and they show that in an amazing montage to start the movie. And then we get to Carl as an old man who is uh, bitter with the world. Uh, and this is when we first meet Russell. So let's meet Russell. Order now. You get the camera. You get the printer. 4X optical zoom, Schneider lens, photo printer, SD card. Good afternoon. My name is Russell, and I am a wilderness explorer in Tribe 54, Sweat Lodge 12. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. I could help you cross the street. No. I could help you cross your yard. No. I could help you cross your porch. No. Well, I gotta help you cross something. Uh, no, I'm doing fine. Good afternoon. My name is uh, Russell, and I am a wilderness explorer in Tri-54. Slow down. Wet Lodge 12. Kid! Are you in need of Thank any you, but I don't need any help. Ow. 
proceed. Good afternoon. Let's skip to the end. See these? These are my Wilderness Explorer badges. You may notice one is missing. It's my assisting the elderly badge. If I get it, I will become a senior Wilderness Explorer. The wilderness must be explored! Go, go! It's going to be great. There's a big ceremony, and all the dads come, and they pin on our badges. So, you want to assist an old person? Yep. Then I'll be a senior wilderness explorer. You ever heard of a snipe? Snipe? Bird. Beady eyes. Every night it sneaks in my yard and gobbles my poor assailants. I'm elderly and infirm. I can't catch it. If only someone could help me. Me, me, I'll do it! Oh, I don't know. It's awfully crafty. You'd have to clap your hands three times to lure it in. I'll find him, Mr. Fredrickson! I think it's Burroughs two blocks down. If you two go blocks down, got it! Hi! Here, Snipey, Snipey! There are no snipe. It's oh, a what? Damn. And then uh, they go on a big adventure using Carl's job as a balloon salesman at the zoo to fly down to Paradise nice. Falls and discover that the real journey was with them all along. Yeah. I like this movie. I only watched it once, though. For whatever reason, I don't have the desire to see it again. Because you cried in the beginning montage? No. That, like I actually... The beginning montage is awesome, but it did not make me cry and... I do not hold that in the esteem some other fans of animation too, but it's a really good movie. I just the talking the dog with the voice box yeah is the best part for me. Um, but I, I hid under reason, your porch because <laughs> I love you. Yeah, but I couldn't. I, I for whatever reason I don't have any. Like when I'm thinking about watching a Pixar film, it's not, it's not one not. of the ones that pops up. Ha! Ah! Uh, last for me is 2002. Probably because it stars an old person. Ew, gross. Alexander Payne's about Schmidt. Uh, post-election sideways pre-descendants in the previously named Nebraska, which is not... Pre-his downward slide yeah. into irrelevance. Um, <laughs> this movie is way darker and sadder than the trailer leads on, which I totally. understand yeah. why. They gotta sell Jack Nicholson. Um, I This certainly isn't my favorite Jack Nicholson movie, but it's one of my favorite Jack Nicholson movies, and he, it's one of the times great. when he's you don't really, he doesn't feel like he's playing Jack Nicholson, which is sort of where he was right. for a late 80s, 90s. Yeah. He was just sort of larger than his roles, and this is him sort of... He falls so far into being Schmidt that it's pretty crazy. And um, bonus, Kathy Bates is in it too. Yeah. And pretty great. Um, so Warren Schmidt is retiring from his job as an actuary in an insurance whatever company. Dear... Um, and Dugu. And he doesn't really look forward to retirement and starts seeing that his life really is sort of meaningless. He uh, sees a commercial for um, to adopt a child and so he gets, he uh, sends money off and finds out that the child that he has adopted, his name is Indugu, and so he starts writing these letters that are, Dear Indugu, which weirdly, the only one that you can find online is the last one, oh, which is the sort of heartfelt yeah. turn of the movie. Um, all the other ones are him bitching about life and are hilarious and sad, which is sort of this movie encapsulated. Um, so this is the trailer for uh, About Schmidt, but know that it's better than this makes it seem. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. 
66 years old and recently retired. Helen and I have been married 42 years. Don't dilly-dally. Lately, I find myself asking the same question. Who is this old woman who lives in my house? But then there's Jeannie. She's our only. Recently, she got engaged. I think she could have done a heck of a lot better. It's not a pyramid scheme. A lot of people think it's a pyramid scheme, but it's not. People used to raise their eyebrows because I breastfed him until he was almost five, and I say, well, you just look at the results. My father didn't think so much of you at first. Jeannie, I'm on my way out to see you. You're coming now? Don't tell me you couldn't use a little extra help with all those wedding arrangements. Life is short, and I can't afford to waste another minute. Do you have any pictures of your daughter in your wallet? No. I might have one of George Washington. <laughs> Warren. I hope I'm not intruding. As a father of the groom, I'd like to welcome our guest. Can't we just enjoy our food? I just wanted to acknowledge that we're gathered together as a family for the very first time. I know what I want, and I know what I've got to do. What's up? You're making a big mistake. I mean, look at these people. All of a sudden, you're taking an interest in what I do? I know we're all pretty small in the big scheme of things, and I suppose the most you can hope for is to make some kind of difference. But what kind of difference have I made? Okay. It still seems pretty weird for this to be happening today. I have these left over from my hysterectomy. They've expired, but I think it's okay. Mr. Schmidt will have a seat right there, all right? Mr. Schmidt? Mr. Schmidt? Yeah, it's pretty hilarious and yeah. dark. Um, so those are our picks. Let's, like, let's take a look at the Adult Swim Facebook Top 5. Which I think the question somewhat confused you guys, but and makes of cars seemingly. Yeah, we have Smoking the Bandit, which not only has no real old people, it doesn't contain an Oldsmobile. It's a Pontiac. Um, Some of the cop cars might be Oldsmobiles, but they were talking not, about not starring roles. Not Smokey, not the Bandit. Um, Million Dollar Baby, which is another Clint Eastwood, uh, <laughs> which it's just sort of morphed into <laughs> Clint favorite Eastwood Clint Eastwood movies after. <laughs> yeah. Blazing Saddles, which, uh, do they mean Mel Brooks? I mean, who do they mean? Mel Brooks isn't even in? Yeah. Blazing He's a Saddles. minor role, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, well, I don't know who they would mean. Um, Harry Brown, which is an awesome revenge thriller starring Michael Caine yeah. that I love. And The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which, again, those guys are old now or <laughs> dead now. But they weren't old when they made the movie. Favorite movies of people who are currently old <laughs> yeah. is not. So let's take a look at the Toonami picks. Uh, Red, I think that totally yeah. counts. Up uh, counts. Dark Knight Returns, I think, is more of a joke that Gary Oldman is in it. <laughs> Which, but also, Michael Caine is... I guess Michael Caine counts, but he, it said we said starring. Yeah. He's a clearly not the star of the film. Uh, and then Deadpool, which I don't even know what. I guess the he's fuck. wrinkly, so he's I guess old. he's I guess wrinkly, but he's wrinkly because he's burned. Yeah. And Demolition Man, and again, those guys are old now, but they weren't old then. So uh, again, yeah. we've it's I blame us. We, we confused it. We messed and it up. We're still confused. So somewhat. let's go to this week's sneak peeks. Um, as always, we have a promo for this week's episode of Dragon Ball Super, which will be premiering 
at 11 p.m. On inside Toonami on Saturday night. And that is, this is a topical for episode 36. So let's check that out. On the next all new episode of Dragon Ball Super. Trouble for contestant Vegeta as contestant Vegeta once again unleashes his dreaded lava saliva. Showdown dude. There's something else in that steam. That isn't fair. He just set up some kind of bomb. How's that not a weapon? Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11. Nope, he merely ignited his own explosive intestinal gas. Choo-choo. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Please tune in. Um, then we're going to be premiering another music video that I think is really cool from a friend of the family, Mr. Lith. We released an EP by Mr. Liff and the beatmaker Lorange last year. And so uh, he offered us this video um, that we could premiere. So you guys are going to see that in Toonami, but here is a sneak peek of it. Yup, 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 yup. To open up the rip, the law styles had to hurl the boulder cross now. Change the weather, cross now. Teleport, Moscow. I arrive, I'm alive with energy to transmit. Mend the earth where land split. Write a verse in Sanskrit. My style, hostile, chivalrous, meticulous, envision this is docile. Notice that the rhythm is snowboarding, waking up your brain snoring. Frame goring, he's a cloud to rains pouring. Turn a desert plain orange. This warrant's riptide, torment, important. Message coming via fact Better hide the battle act Get your game face on Mud man Napalm Come and hug your napalm Feel the blast Face wrong Close to your location, witnessing the earth rotation. Me, the gases, seeing star that's wearing glasses. That's me. Wanna talk about millenniums? I saw the last three. Stand from down, summer disallowing seasons. Betting all to even that's for breathing where the gods are eating. Humble pie, even as they put the sun to sky. Wonder why you think you're greater than simple homo sapien. Adjacent men in suits, they rally troops for loot. They think your values moot, so you're a new recruit. Does that compute? Or do you need another grab? Hug a ball, feel the blast, revel in the aftermath. Sound, mutual respect for one another. Why don't we just hug this thing? No way. Oh, come on, I promise you. 
So, um, if you like that, go look into Mr. Lift's music. He's got many albums, some of which he did with LP that are all great. He's a really terrific rapper and a hell of a nice guy. Um, then we have uh, some of our last trip to Japan. Uh, while we were there, we managed to go to a VR park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we managed to sort of see Godzilla, go to yeah. Kaiju Cafe. So, this is sort of... Uh, the things we did when we weren't working. Yeah, predominantly um, the VR, Bandai Namco yeah. VR experience. Yeah, the VR experience, of which I think we all agree that Mario well, yeah. Kart was definitely the most fun. Looking at your hands and they were Mario gloves was just a trip. Yeah, it looked way better in our eyes than it, it looks here, but it's way funnier seeing us look stupid. Yeah, like we look totally stupid trying to save the cat. Is, yeah. yeah, you'll see. Check, Check it out. It out. We're about to go inside the Bandai VR zone and get the pants scared off us. So, yeah, we had a good time, as always, while yeah, working. If you have the opportunity to visit the Bandai Namco VR experience, I highly recommend it. You should it. do it, yeah. Not um, that drop thing. I think that one should have been hold on as long as you can as, like, VR stuff is happening, and then you plummet down the Maki like 
Oh, though, oh yeah, that, that the that person who was being pulled up was Maki Terashima Furuta, who's our co-producer on Fully Cooley and president of Production IG US. She did this thing that was advertised as like a water slide, but it was really just we're gonna hold on, we're gonna dump you into a ball pit. Like it was real. That one was the only one that was. I wouldn't recommend that one. Yeah. Um. So next up, we have this week's Adult Swim single. Um, and again, we've been doing a, an Adult Swim single every week, and we will continue for 52 straight weeks. We're up to week 20-something now. And so this week's song is from Seb Deliza, and it's a really good track, I think. This is week 20. So this is track number 23. So let's have a sample of that. I'm a bad, bad. So again, you can get that at adultswim.com slash singles, as well as all the other weeks we've released, and keep coming back every Wednesday when we'll release another new song. Um, then next up, we have this week's next three songs from rapper IDK. We are putting out an album with him called I Was Very Bad. Uh, last week, we released the first three songs, and this week on Thursday, we released the next three. So here is a little bit of a sample of what you're going to hear if you check out I Was Very Bad. And then finally, the music don't stop. Uh, this week we released an EP by the artist Darko, who's an electronic music artist. Darko reached out to me to be able to, to ask if he could do a EP with us. And I said, sure. So we released an album, a short album of his music called Xenotype. Uh, you can get it right now by going to adultswim.com slash Darko. Uh, you should check it out if you like electronic music. Here's a sample. That's it for this week's edition of Preflight. We'll see you next week where hopefully we'll have a less confusingly worded topic for you. But if history is any indication, we probably will not. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tsunami, every Saturday night from 11 to 3.30.